I just broke it to our son that I'm going to be on TikTok. <laughs> How did he take that one? It didn't go down well. <laughs> it did not go down well at all. He made some quite reasoned arguments as to why my message uh, is unlikely to land well with the audience on TikTok. But really, I just think he doesn't want to see his dad dancing and doing singular. I, I don't know what I'm going to be doing on TikTok, to be fair. But um, What are you going to be doing on TikTok? This is news to me, too. Well, it is and it isn't. Sometimes things just pass me by. And I know you're doing this new... Um, it's not new. I'm just... Um, branching out? Levelling up the whole personal brand side of things. Oh, so I'm working right. with a marketing agency and um, we're going to be pushing a lot harder on Instagram and on LinkedIn, but um, TikTok is coming into the More frame, importantly. which I've kept at arm's length for as long as I possibly can. But, um, yeah, but I mean, TikTok is no longer about, well, the perception of TikTok with older generation is that it's silly music videos where actually it's not didn't you do your research for the uh, food tour you did in london mostly on tiktok yeah there's lots of people in fact he one of the people that i follow on tiktok is a bit of a foodie um guy is kind of one of my um models if you like or you know the, the marketing agency wanted to know what sort of brand voice i like yeah. and and stuff and i i'm not particularly i don't I don't think I, I actually watch these things through Instagram, but I think they originate through TikTok. TikTok yeah, um, I probably need to get on TikTok and see what the whole thing is about. But yeah. um, anyway, so uh, he wasn't overly impressed. Is he a bit traumatized? That way. I think he's a bit traumatized. <laughs> um, yeah, already plotting how he's going to you know, block that one and make sure all his friends block it, I would imagine. Um, anyway, what have we got coming up for everybody in this episode? Well, we've had some, um, uh, well, a couple of maintenance challenges down at Eaton House. It's been a busy one this week. It's been busy, it? it's been busy. Um, and we've got uh, we, we've got a little bit of a rundown on where we're up to with bits and pieces in Eaton House, but also how we handle maintenance. It was a question that actually was asked of me on a Facebook forum I'm not directly on the podcast, um, but around how do we handle maintenance okay. when we manage properties remotely. That's um, going to be good to get into that rather than go into it now. Bearing in mind, we're three or four hours away from, from a lot of mm. our properties, so we've, we've kind of had to learn that. Mm. Um, we are talking about alternative creative uses for holiday-let properties. Ooh, yes. So we, we had one of those this week in uh, one of our properties, and uh, we're going to be talking about getting creative and thinking outside the box. And then we get to catch up with Kim. We haven't spoken to Kim for ages, so we're going to find out what Kim's been up to, and um, I'm sure get some golden nuggets from her. So lots to cover, as always. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, let's, let's go. get going. Hello everyone, my name is Mark Winship. And my name is Caroline Winship, and together we run hotels and vacation rentals across the UK. With our team. Well, of course with our team, we couldn't do it without them. And one thing's for sure, there is never a dull moment. Oh, you can say that again. Welcome to the Secret Serviced Podcast. Are we going with the Secret Service Podcast or Secret Service Podcast? So we had a leak at Eaton House, didn't we? You've been dealing with this actually mostly yeah, this week, I, haven't you? I've decided that, um, you know, before I got into property, water was just one of those things that came out of a tap. Hmm. Now it seems it comes out the ceiling, it comes up from the floor. Yeah, <laughs> water comes, is oh. not a host's best friend or any property investor's best friend no, because it's it really very difficult isn't. to pin down exactly the source of the issue, isn't it? And yeah. um 
Yeah, we'd had a couple of goes, and it, basically one of, one of the rooms um, has leaked a couple of times down through the floor of the bathroom into and the through the below. ceiling of the bedroom below. So we had um, um, a chap staying in, in that bedroom, and bless him, who uh, woke up to a very wet bed yeah. um, or a very wet forehead. I don't know which it was. I don't know if he was actually yeah. there at the time. Um, and it's taken a couple of goes to try and work out exactly what the cause of the but, leak yeah, is. Yeah, but I just want to give a big shout out to um, to Jenna and Ian, who I think we were both tied up in the evening uh, for various reasons. And they basically got on with it and dealt with it. And um, so I just want to give a big shout out to to them for sorting it all out on that Tuesday evening. Um, and also for, for Ian and the team um, to problem solve it because we thought we'd solved it. And as you do with all these things, we've done various tests and everything else and we thought we'd solved it and few. And then lo and behold, it happened again. It's much easier night. when you've built the property, isn't it? Oh, Which we've always God, done previously yeah. or in most instances. But trying to um, unpick exactly what's going on with the plumbing when obviously it's it's beneath tiles it's you know if you had plumbers that put it together then it's much quicker for them to be able to isolate the problem Mm. or just take a few attempts i think we've kind of isolated it now to the fact that the the wet room floors obviously the tiles um are supposed to be designed so that they slope down towards mm. the shower drain and we think for whatever reason either that wasn't done well enough by the previous owner or it's it's just sunk and, and it's 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 leveled out and the water isn't running in the right direction yeah. essentially and it's pooling around where the bathroom door is and then making its way yeah. straight down Which through means, the ceiling. And this has been going on for a while and obviously the property's been empty for quite some time so it's not just a case of re-leveling the floor. We've actually got to, uh, the wood's very soft, so we've got to replace quite a lot of the wood around the door frame. Um, we've had to shut both rooms off for two weeks. We took that decision because it enables um, Brad and, and Ian and the team to just be able to go in and, and sort it out. So we bring it back to the standard that we know our guests are expecting. So, yeah. But it is what it is. These things come up. Yeah, this is serviced accommodation that the, the properties get, you know, a, you know, a good use. They get hardware and tear. There's a lot of changeovers and um, these things happen. So if you're going to be managing properties remotely, it's about having a really, really good local team, mm. isn't it? That That's key. So you mentioned Ian. So basically, you guys, you need to find yourselves an Ian. That's what you need to do. <laughs> but don't pinch ours. <laughs> But no, it's um, uh, Ian and, and Brad, um, Brad's company that, that, that provide us with maintenance support. And we have this in a few of our areas where basically we um, pay a, uh, it might, it depends how many units you've got, it depends what scale you're operating at. It might be one person, it might be a couple of people, or it might be a business that you pay a small retainer to. And trust me, it's worth its weight in gold. So don't quibble too much over the cost. Obviously, you don't want to be paying for something that you're not using, but ultimately the flexibility that it buys you to have somebody come out as and when these things crop up. You know, if you're relying on just being able to tap into contractors, well, they have other jobs. They can't just drop everything and come out. So, you know, that's where I think this arrangement works really well. These guys obviously also have other jobs, but we've got a monthly retainer based on a kind of a broad agreement of an average number of hours that they're likely to have to spend at the property in any given month. Yeah, and we reflect upon that, don't we? Yeah, exactly. I think 
you know, it's about relationship and communication. And ultimately, these things will ebb and flow. There'll be some months when I'd imagine this is one of them, when they're going to be spending a lot more time at the property mm. than, than we had accounted for. But equally, for sure, there's going to be other months, particularly when things settle down, when they're not barely be there yeah, at all. Yeah, um, yeah. So we need to take a long term view of it. It's got to work for them that you don't want them to start resenting having to come out to the property equally as as hosts. Um, we don't want to be paying for a service that that we're not using. Um, but equally, it's not trying to barter people down and get things at the cheapest you possibly can. Because trust me, if you're four hours away, and these sort of things happen, and they will happen, mm. the peace of mind, how do you put a value on that? You can't really. That's that's the thing, though, isn't it? The peace of mind for us is that someone will be there and will be able to get out within a reasonable time yeah. frame. Yeah. It's the only way to manage guest expectations and keep and those you reviews kind of up. have to put the time into developing those teams. And you have to have backups as well because obviously circumstances change and also you know they may be busy so you definitely need to build up which is what I'm trying to do in Southampton at the moment is build up a team whereby we do have the flexibility to be able to sort of shuffle people around because the the locations of the ones in Southampton are actually spread further afield so you know at the moment we've just got one in Yeovil. The other thing that's really important when it comes to maintenance is keeping an eye on the trends within the guest reviews isn't it like maintenance oh, yeah. it's easy if it gets flagged up because you know someone's got water dripping on their head or you know <laughs> um, a lock's broken or, or something like that but what about monitoring the reviews now when you launch your first ever unit, you're probably tied to your reviews. You're probably really sensitive to every single review that comes in. And that has up, that has pros and cons because mm-hmm. you're probably going to be reacting far too emotionally to those reviews when it's your first one and your little baby. Um, but the so we get better at that because oh, we have to. Yeah. We, but we have to. Like, there's no yeah, way we can hard. be we can be looking at every single review that comes in. Yeah. However, that does mean that there is the potential if you're not careful, you don't have a process around it to miss trends in the reviews. They're not like super urgent stuff, but there's stuff that's coming yeah. up. So we've had a couple at Eaton House already that we're we're already taking action on, aren't we? So mm. um, we are looking at shower screens. Yes, that's. Um, I'm travelling down tomorrow, so um, uh, yeah, for various bits. Like just a screen, like not a full enclosure, but we've got these these wet room um, sort of walk-in, shower, yeah. well, full wet room bathrooms, and see, for me that represents like I love a wet room bathroom. That's high end, like yeah. being able to walk in and dance in the shower, and you know you get. I love that. That's brilliant. I'd much rather that than squeezing into a shower cubicle. But there's some people who clearly don't understand a wet room bathroom well, i think actually it's with some of them because they're still a wet room but they're smaller yeah then it means that the water hasn't necessarily drained away so i think what's happening is they and it splashes on sinks and yeah stuff but like then that. they go the, the guests go in they get dressed and they go back in to brush their teeth and their socks and their socks get wet yeah so you can understand that we we do and we we always try and um, work on feedback wherever we can well, exactly that's why now we've had enough of that feedback to think right actually is it worth um the the moderate expense of putting just a single panel screen across the main direction of the shower mm-hmm. to make sure that we, we we block off some of that and hopefully that will knock these reviews on the head and that's the thing you just have to chip away at it yeah um you know when you launch f- 
15 units in one go like this in one hit it can seem like a barrage of teething issues but you've just got to chip away at them but it's really important so we've got Danielle who's our operations manager she is um, putting a process around tracking the trends in these reviews so that we can respond to it so the other one that we've um, come up with is actually to put a little notice in some of the rooms I don't like filling rooms with signage I think you know it just takes away from the whole homely feel yeah, yeah home from home but we have like this has taken us by surprise so we put some of the kitchenettes in um thinking this would be a great addition to to the accommodation and there are what two or three that don't have sinks uh, i think it's two or three i think it's four i think it four, four with sinks and four without so the, the, the plumbing just didn't allow for it simple as that it didn't allow for it but we um decided that it was still much more beneficial to have a fridge to have a work surface to have a microwave with a convection oven to have somewhere to store plates and dishes and everything else that would be a great addition um and i guess the only drawback to that is you have to wash your 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 plates in the bathroom which is right next to the room it's not like you've got to go anywhere um but we haven't made that sort of clearing communication. And what I, what I think is happening is guests are arriving at the hotel, assuming we built all this from scratch and have made this awful oversight of <laughs> not putting time. a sink in the kitchen <laughs> or somehow cutting costs yeah. by not including a sink. And I think that's what they're accusing us of yeah. in some of the feedback to say this is just not you know, this is ridiculous that you've set this up so that we have to wash our plates in the bathroom. So we're going to leave a little note, laminated note, in those rooms. And I'm certain this will knock this on the head. It will just, that, yeah, yeah, sorry. It, well, I just think it, it will just say, it'll be really simple, won't it? It will be a nice friendly message that basically says, um, uh, we've installed these kitchenettes for your con- uh, convenience. Unfortunately, it wasn't possible to plumb a sink. However, we thought you'd prefer having a microwave and a fridge as opposed to not having one. Um, we hope you don't mind washing your, your, your dishes in the sink or you had a really good idea well, of putting a washing today. bowl. Well, I've been out shopping today, so I've had to buy a laminator. I've had to buy washing up bowls. Um, uh, my usual trip to well-known retailers to be able to buy those things. But hopefully, like you say, that will allow the guests you know because sometimes it can be a little bit awkward in the sink so now they can just fill the washing up bowl up and just you know wash it and the washing up bowl but i wanted to bring it up because we have a joke and a laugh and we pull our hair out over guest reviews and how unreasonable guests are sometimes but we're not um we're not the type of host that gets super defensive and um you know, we we get our backs up every time we get a negative review. The vast majority of the reviews you get, they are constructive. Mm, they absolutely. are things that we need to act on and yeah. take seriously. Otherwise, if you're not addressing those issues, you're just going to keep getting it back. But yeah, you've been shopping because you're heading down, aren't you, tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow morning, probably leave half five. Important day, actually. We've got yeah. the fire service, the actual fire authority come out. So they've yeah. been called out twice now to false alarms. Ouch. Yeah. So we've made some adjustments there as well to making the fire alarms less sensitive to steam from the shower, which ultimately has been what has been setting them off. But they are keen to um, have a full recce to meet yourself. Mm. I can't go down, unfortunately, but you're going to go down and, and have a chat with them and explain how everything works. Um, I think the one question mark they're going to have is around the locks Mm. Um, not from the safety perspective from guests um, that is fully uh, compliant actually works really well um, because they just have to push a button to get out Uh, it's just the same as a thumb turn Um, but it's more to do with if they have to get into a room they're quite small keypads and if they've got their big Um, fire fire retardant gloves on it's very difficult for them to punch in a six digit key which takes 
um, time anyway. So I'm actually, I haven't even told you this yet, but I'm looking in some options with that. There are ways that we could, for example, get our fire responders, so Ian and Zoe, they could have access to the locks themselves. And if they're called out, mm. then they can actually set all the locks to open. So they can oh, open wow, all the right, doors um, remotely. Um, whether that's enough from the fire authority's point of view, because you know there may be an instance where they have to attend and the fire responders are either not there yet or aren't able to attend mm. which is why the fire service are there um so that will be a, a question that i'd be keen for you to ask them yeah um but i I'm, I'm hoping it will be a productive um visit i'm sure if um as i as i know you will go into it with an attitude of being open to their feedback mm. and that we want to make this as robust as we yeah, possibly can yeah, um so yeah so you've got a busy day down there busy tomorrow. tomorrow you've got bathroom leaks being fit shower screens being fitted so you've got to put this signage up um meet with the fire authority anything else uh yep what oh god you've forgotten that's because you want to forget isn't it what conference space i'm meeting the lovely oh, ladies yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. The lovely yeah. ladies to talk the conference space that's going to get turned into more rooms no you no not that one <laughs> um, yeah no so i'm meeting a couple of contacts i made through a breakfast meeting uh, through the chamber of commerce down in yeovil uh, made some really good contacts actually and uh, a couple of ladies who are uh, run a um lifestyle uh, i'm gonna get this so wrong now uh, but essentially it's alternative therapies i will correct this next time after i've had a meeting with them <laughs> fine i don't think they expect you to be able to uh, dear but know. they just want to look at the conference space because they're planning on, on creating their own space to hold workshops but in the interim they just wanted to have a look at what we could offer so uh yep so i'll be showing them around and um, and you're doing the trip in the day right seven hours i'm sure there'll be at least a couple of um stop-offs at gloucester services yeah the advantage is gloucester services whereas last week i did i had a couple of horrendous journeys down south on the a34 which doesn't involve gloucester services and i'll try not to get too sidetracked in a motorway conversation but suffice to say in the space of 24 hours i think i witnessed about five accidents mm. and so it was on the road for about 10 hours so it was a bit of a tough one well we are covering the miles at the moment that's for sure we've talked a lot about difficult guests over the summer haven't we mm. do you know what i think well, I think we better call Kim to find out <laughs> what she thinks about it all. Should we give Kim a ring? Yeah, let's hope she's recovered. Okay, let's give Kim a call. Hi, Kim. Welcome back to the podcast. It's been ages. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah, good. Thank you. Minutes. Thanks for having me back. <laughs> Sorry. Caroline's dropping me in it because this is take two because I forgot to press the record button. <laughs> so all you're going to get now is me and Kim giggling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so aside from that, it has been a while since we last spoke to you. Um, we had Nikki on last week uh, as our first at your service guest. Oh, so that's lovely. Of, that's thrown she did on. so well. She did. That was yeah. brilliant. It was really good. Great I'm, piece. I'm, really, I'm really looking forward to speaking to more operators and getting more of our listeners who are actively involved as holiday let owners or managers and getting the full spectrum of people who are just starting out right up to experienced operators on the podcast to get their perspective on things so well, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to really developing those relationships especially with douglas uh, you know because obviously once we explore those relationships and really get to know the people that are listening 
uh, you know, there's that opportunity to just test drive their units, isn't it? Yeah. What do yeah. you reckon, Kim? Are you up for that? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> All around the country. So how have you been? How has how your last month? It's probably been a month since we last spoke to you on the podcast. Yeah. How has everything been going? No, it's been good. Um, the summer actually wasn't as bad as previous summers has been. Uh, we're out of the silly season now. So yeah. all of those crazy guests have gone. Actually, and that's when we're... we last spoke to you, wasn't it? It was the August bank holiday. You'd literally yes. just done the bank holiday weekend. The busiest weekend of our lives. Oh, my it God. Was... That was the one we had 10 cleans in one day, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's madness. So it's yeah. nice that it's settled into a little bit more of a routine now. We've got some of the working stays coming back online yeah. and the longer stays. But what have, you, what have you been dealing with then over the last few weeks? What are we going to be talking about today on the pod? Um, well, I was just going to talk about um, the rules for guests that owners put in place. Um, I know you've got to do some sort of house rules, um, but it's just how far do we go with enforcing them? Okay, um, yeah and whether they're all completely necessary all the time i think um, the enforcement's the thing isn't it like we, we yes. definitely need to have house rules we need to set clear expectations of what what we want the guests to be doing particularly when they check out mm-hmm. and what happens if there's damages and that sort of thing but um yeah. it's how far we go with the enforcement of that in terms of how much of that do we just see as a cost of doing business and how much of it do we get quite militant on and say that no that is an additional charge that yeah. we need to pursue I mean, with the guests do you have many because uh, obviously you deal with lots of different hosts do you have a yes. whole range of expectations of hosts so they're you know do they expect yeah. different things from their guests yes we do yeah so it can be something as simple as please don't forget to lock the door before you go <laughs> to to the other end of um, one owner wants her guests to strip the beds and put them into plastic bags. She wants um, the dishwasher to be fully finished on their cycle and everything emptied, um, all the bins out. Um, and just, I think that's a little bit too much because you also need to remember that that morning of checkout is still somebody's holiday. It's still their mm. time. And mm. if they've got all of that to do before their strict 10 a.m. checkout, then that's not really ending their holiday oh, no. in the most really relaxing way. Yeah, because it's ending it on a really, especially if perhaps if they've got children, because, yeah. you know, to try and herd children after they've had a holiday, they're hyper, to then think of X, Y, Z that you have to complete, is is you, yeah. you're rendering it on really quite a stressful note, which actually selfishly from our point of view won't bode well for the review i think that's a really good way of thinking about Mm. it it's not something i've really thought about in that sense that that it is the end of somebody's holiday or or, or could be still you know you know they're checking out at 10 30 they might still have the rest of the day you know some activities planned they might be in the middle of their holiday so to ask them to do too many arduous tasks and it's funny because as as hosts we do we do get a bit stressy don't we about what we expect guests to do and mm. how you know what condition they're going to leave the property in and that sort yes. of thing but we yeah. also have to bear it in mind from the guest perspective that's a really good point a really good point yeah. i've seen and there's memes TV. aren't there on the on facebook and stuff like that there's memes of um comparing like a hotel when you basically just check out close the door and, and walk out versus oh, yes. you know an airbnb property where <laughs> you know they're, 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 yeah they're asked to do x y and z and clean the cobwebs and you know do the washing yeah. up and do all of this sort of thing um so i think we do have to be mindful of that but where would you 
draw the line then kim so what you're you're you arrive at a property for checkout yeah what's like an an acceptable level if you like where or, or at what point would you go no this is just you're taking the mic now uh, and this needs yeah. to be reported the owner for them to follow up well i've got a little rule in my head of um if it takes more than 15 minutes onto the regular clean time then i will say something to the owner um if the dishwasher is still running that's not a huge problem because yeah. there's plenty of other things we could be doing whilst the dishwasher goes through its cycle um, if they don't strip the beds, that's not a main issue either, because at least then we could be checking the linen as we're stripping off all stains. Mm, um, yeah. So, I mean, stained linen is a potential big cost to to us. Yeah. So if we can strip it um, and check it as we're doing that, then that's that's kind of helpful for us. Um, but in the beginning, I used to be very much like, oh no, these guests left a cup in the bar in the bathroom, or oh dear, they haven't switch this light off um yeah. but now it's like okay just yeah it's not it's no skin off my nose to do little bits like that but i would draw the line at if there's still plates and bits and pieces around you know on the dining table from dinner the night before with crusty food bits on it okay. you know that's yeah. that's a bit of a hassle so washing up um, is a no-no then like because presumably that is going to add a lot of time yeah. isn't it potentially yes. you might have to put dishes in to soak and you know you don't yeah. want to be taking up cleaning time actually you know cleaning people's dishes yeah. so and not every property has a dishwasher so if i'm having to wash up by hand then that is man yeah. hours there at the sink um but if i can stack it in the dishwasher and put it on quick cycle and just hope that it finishes before we go yeah then yeah. That's not a huge issue, but it's just how far do we go to enforce it? Um, we have got one lady who will add additional time on. So for every 15 minutes over we go, she'll take that money that we would charge for our time off the guest deposit. Okay. Um, so I think the same, it's same applies for damages, yeah. though, doesn't it? It's um, yeah. like, oh, you know, a broken glass here or there you know is that the cost of doing business i'll tell you what my my approach to it is generally when things get broken if if it's a a big ticket item if they've broken a piece of furniture or something like that it's yeah. you know it it is it is what it is but i think whatever gets broken if they let us know that they've broken it then we're much more likely to be understanding mm. in the oh, sense absolutely. of like that there, there might still be a charge but we'll probably make it absolute like minimum what it does actually like cost us to repair that thing or replace that thing whereas actually yeah. if someone breaks something uh, and they don't bother to tell you about it and you know that's when you're much more likely to actually yeah. enforce what you're entitled to enforce which is in your terms yeah. and conditions which will say that actually there's there's we've got to factor in the cost of someone having to go and buy that mm -hmm. item or you know come back and receive a delivery or the cost of repair you know yeah and and if they don't let you know, I think that for me is where the line is. You know, I'm yes. much more likely yeah. to be reasonable and go, oh, it's really unfortunate, but thank you for letting us know. Unfortunately, there is going to be an additional cost to replace it, but, you know, we'll keep it as low as yeah. possible. Kind and of we, we have had guests that have, you know, end up to doing that and things like that. And also we've had guests that haven't. Yeah. And yes. then there's also those guests that just take things. Hmm. Yes. Yeah disappearing yeah. magically vanishing ironing boards i mean who takes an ironing board 
It's just bizarre. We found isn't it? them now, though, haven't we? No, no. This was previously. We we definitely had ironing boards go missing in the past. We've 100%. had televisions go missing. Occasionally, you get the guest who does break a glass or a mug, and then they leave some cash with a little note. You know, if they yeah, which which is quite nice. Um, yeah. And there was that poor chap who fell down the stairs at one of our cottages and um, put his his knee through oh, the wall. Of course. Oh yeah. No. Do you remember that one? That was yeah. But I mean, that... there was no getting away with that. There was no denying that that was them. A big knee-shaped hole in the wall there isn't but that's actually a really interesting dilemma i remember that one that was at Winmouth, wasn't it um <laughs> yeah. what do you do there because like it's like not 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 suggesting there was any liability on our part but the guys had an unfortunate fall they are relatively steep stairs yeah. um at the same time he's put his knee through the wall and we've now got to get <laughs> someone else to basically patch it up replaster and, and paint and that's a significant yeah. cost to us. So I don't actually remember what we did in that instance. I think we did charge. I think we did charge. Yeah, in yeah we did charge, yeah. And he was fine. He wasn't hurt at all. That's the, the damage was to the wall. Yeah, And his just, ego. Just left it. There was a big sign saying, please be careful of the stairs. This is what can happen. Knee-shaped hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it is It is interesting. But I think going back to your original point, I think why you, yeah. you, you sort of brought this up, it's to do with, I guess the attitude of the host isn't it really and and how yeah. much um yeah how much we want to come across as too oppressive i guess as a host yeah you know we, we've got to cover ourselves we've got to make sure that people aren't taking the mick but equally we need to bear it in mind from the guest experience and not be so yeah. overbearing as a host mm-hmm. that you know the slides see we've got that um dilemma at the moment with our minute alarms so we've got minute alarms oh. in Meadowcot and we've got them in Kingfisher House and Little A's where they basically detect the sound. So they're sound monitoring devices. Um, yeah. And that's really for our protection to make sure that the neighbours aren't being upset, that we're not um, getting people partying in the property. But finding the right threshold for that mm. is is really delicate because what we don't want to yeah. do is the moment, you know, let's face it, four or five six people get together and have a you know a reasonably lively conversation around the dinner table they're going to mm-hmm. start going over the decibel threads doesn't mean they're doing anything wrong no. and we don't want them to immediately start you know receiving text message alerts saying that they're being no. too noisy so that's a good example of like where do you set quite literally the threshold as yes. a host yeah as to how like um you you have a term don't you helicopter hosting like yeah. how helicopter host do we want yes. to be yeah. around it? Yeah. It's difficult. Yeah. It's difficult. Yeah. It is on that one. But then Especially if the guests are having to sorry. Go on. If the guests are having to um do all of those those chores before they leave, if that delays them checking out, then that's going to affect um us as a as cleaning yeah. team and potentially knock on to the other guests coming in later that day. Yeah, and that makes your life a real hassle, doesn't it? If everything gets gets pushed back because you know they've they've got a, a a long list of tasks as long as they're armed that they've got to do before they leave and let's face yeah. it they're not going to be as efficient as kim well exactly yeah and 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 nobody you, you don't want to be sat outside waiting for half an hour for the guests to clear right. out ideally at checkout time they need to be you know out or on their way out so you can get in and and, and crack yeah. on with it yeah cool okay well i think that's interesting i think there's no right or wrong answer to this, is there? I think it really no. does come down to the individual host. It comes down to um, what sort of operation they want to run. But I think that, that you raise a, that my favourite 
point that you made was around just because just considering like let's every now and then get off our high horses as hosts and just realize that these people are on holiday yeah you know and and we can't be too overbearing um and that's only going to have a negative mm-hmm. influence on on reviews if if the guests felt that that, that the host was yeah. was particular but you know yeah. equally and and you know we've covered this hundreds of times already on on the podcast um the reverse is often true when we get guests who um completely walk all over house rules and 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 have a really entitled attitude and don't expect to have to do anything to look after the property or keep it in good condition so you know it's a balancing act isn't it and i think ultimately there's no right or wrong answer if you're new to this game you're going to have to find the level where you feel comfortable you know if there's an odd broken glass here and there so be it but you know equally if you've got guests who are just walking out and leaving food everywhere and everything else then then that's just unacceptable as well yeah yeah brilliant Thank you, Kim. Thank you, you keep Kim. opening and closing yeah. the door, Kim. Is that um? I think she's is that Wilson trying to? Uh, to... It's Wilson. It's always Wilson. <laughs> oh. We've got Basil down here chewing on a toilet roll holder, <laughs> and then you've got Wilson. <laughs> like, I just picked it up again just to show us coming in and out oh. door. But, uh, yeah, if, he doesn't if, want to be outside without me, and he doesn't want to be inside with the door shut. <laughs> so it's like, what can I do? <laughs> Well, oh. it's lovely to see you. Thank you again for Thank coming you. on to the podcast, giving us some oh, nuggets. And um, we Thank will catch you. you again in a few weeks' time. Yes. Oh. Great. Looking forward Take to care. it. Take Thank care. you. Bye-bye. See you, Kim. Bye. Bye. So I've been a bit out of the loop this week because um, we have been running a retreat down at Little A's. Yeah, I, I keep telling people about this and then I forget what it's called and that I think all the people I've spoken to have imagined that you've been down there just like chilling and relaxing and it sounds nice a retreat, doesn't it It was actually exhausting but it was a fantastic <laughs> few days um so you and I are co-founders of, a, of a, a property training company and community called the net gain club and essentially we hosted our first kind of luxury residential retreat which was focused around um, business and personal branding mm. and we hosted that down at our luxury holiday let in the new forest oh, Little Hayes. yeah and it was oh god I, you know these things because we're so busy you don't actually appreciate what we've done and what we've achieved and to be able to offer mm. a the education b have those fabulous people there to deliver the content c for you for you and emily to be able to to be able to create this whole environment and our wonderful retreat and well, the space worked really well, yeah. didn't it? It worked fantastically well. And actually, that's the reason, part of the reason I wanted to bring it up is to talk about creative ways, thinking outside the box in terms of how holiday let owners could potentially utilize their yeah. properties um, aside from just the standard accommodation side of things. So um, so this was a, a residential retreat. Um, it worked really well because we had a professional photographer there, yeah. celeb f- photographer to the stars doing personal branding. We had a social media expert. And the, and the property is laid out in, in a perfect way where there's lots of different breakout spaces. It's an inspirational interiors anyway. Oh, um, so it makes great um, backdrop to, mm. to a photo shoot, as it were. But it's just nice. In, in a way, like I was really worried the weather was really bad and it, it just seemed like such a shame that people wouldn't get to experience the, the, the new forest and everything that it has to offer. But also it was quite nice to just shut the doors. Yeah, because it's, it's a perfect house, isn't it? Because yeah. it's... it's it's a beautiful detached property. It's a solid one. So, 
you know, it's cozy, it's warm. And like you say, there's so many breakout spaces that you don't feel on top of each other. No. You know, at, at any one time, we had, what, 14, 15 people there maximum at, at any one time and, and a dog making an appearance as well. <laughs> and um, we never felt uh, on top of each other. We never felt crammed. Um, and we also um, got to sample the amazing food from Fiona, the, the private chef. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I mean, it's just such an amazing thing to be able to do. And it's yeah. not until you start talking to people about what you've done, you think, oh, my God, I've had a I've had I've had a private chef. Yeah, you know, and, oh. and not only that, didn't you tell me something afterwards? Didn't she um, yeah, chef she, of yeah, Princess she Diana? Was just chef of Princess Diana, and um, so yeah. So we had celebrity photographer to the stars, and we had chef so, to the stars. Oh, yeah, um, and we had some produce from um, uh, from Naked Jam, didn't yeah. we? And um, she's and she supplies jams to forager Harrods. to the stars. Harrods and uh, oh. Yeah, okay. she's name dropped various people. Anyway, um, it was an opportunity for us to test that apart from anything else, to be able to offer that out as uh, an upsell and a service to our guests that stay there in any of our properties in the New Forest. And it was it was absolutely brilliant. I can't recommend it highly enough. So she um, delivered a sort of buffet lunch that she'd uh, obviously home prepared. And then in the evening, she would actually use the kitchen and she would uh, cook a fat house beautiful food yeah. absolutely beautiful food and would serve it and and i thought she got the balance just right in terms of you know she would come in she'd crack on she didn't need showing where everything was she said look just leave me to it i'll work out how everything works and where everything is and she just got on with it but then also was uh you know had, had a good character and would interact and mm -hmm. when she was serving the meals and that sort of thing so it just worked perfectly didn't it really yeah and i think she understood the needs as well i mean the lunches and the evening meal they weren't too heavy so that you know, obviously, the last thing you want in a sort of retreat like this would be that you will have a snooze in the afternoon. So I think she tailored that really well, didn't she, as well? So it's very good food. And I, no, Did you, you think... say we had a snooze in the afternoon? No, I, I can assure you we didn't have a snooze in the afternoon. Yeah, but I think it, it just shows the sort of versatility of spaces like this in that it's not just about, you know, short stays, people staying for a break. You can utilise that space for perhaps corporate away days. That's like that. definitely one, and we've had the odd inquiry, but it's one that, that um, it would be interesting to try and tap into that market yeah. a little bit more and to understand whether there are online spaces where people actually do look for these kind of properties. Yeah. We've had Medocop book before for a corporate away day a yeah. couple of times, yeah. haven't we? Um, so, yeah, this, that's effectively what this was, like a retreat away day sort of thing. Um, Little A's has also been used as a... Um, Photo shoot. A film, film set. That well, it's not a film, was it? A TV set yeah. um, for 90 day fiance yeah. i think it was mm -hmm. we yet to see if that's aired yet i haven't no, actually right, seen that, that yeah. um but that's another interesting market to tap into film sets um photo shoot locations so rachel who was our um photographer uh, over the two days um she pointed me in the direction of a few websites that do kind of location shoots where you can sort oh, of perfect. register your venue for that um, so it's just thinking outside the box a little bit with other uses for the property to tap into some of those downtimes maybe or to maximize your revenue. Um, you, you have to give some thought to logistics operationally. Um, so when the film set people booked Little Haze, they booked the night before to stay and get ready and then they wanted the full day and then they wanted to leave. Mm -hmm. But from our perspective, that's a second night yeah. booking yeah. because we have to block the calendar because we can't get things ready for the next guest. So you have to work out how that's going to fit into the normal model and it might you know you might be running a just a single serviced apartment or a, or a holiday let a small holiday that isn't relevant to have a private chef visit but 
have a think about how you might be able to link with local providers, mm. local services, providing your guests with added value, with discounts, and maybe even upsells that you could actually earn a little bit of money on by, by bringing people into the property to do different yeah. things. So that was really good, wasn't it? That was, a, that was a fun experience, I think. Oh, it was amazing. Re- really, really was amazing. And Fiona cooked so much food. I think we've only just finished eating the leftovers, yeah. haven't we? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. But the property worked really well, um, and I think it sort of reinforced to us that that's a market that we can really look at. So yeah. if you're listening to this and, you know, you hopefully this has opened your eyes a little bit to, to think outside the box and think, well, what else might my property be relevant for? Because we didn't get into, we didn't um, create and, and design Little Haze with that in mind. Okay. But um, it turns out that, and this is the thing about service accommodation, right? I've said this all along. It um, always amazes me the variety of reasons that people choose to stay. So, wait, so yeah, that's sure. kind of what I like about it. Doesn't matter how much work you put into defining your target market, you'll still get, even now operating four or five years on, there's still reasons for staying that we've just not had before, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and that's one of the things that I love about it and why it's such a varied yeah. strategy. Okay, so that's a wrap for episode 19. Do you want to uh, talk us out? Well, I can do, but do do we, you know, we... Um, what do we have to say to, to our listeners at this point? Um, Putting we, you on the spot. Oh, God. We have to tell them to like and share and follow wherever they get their podcast fix yep. from. Um, Keep at going. Secret Serviced. Podcast. Podcast. Yeah, I knew that. On? Uh, on Spotify, Apple, yeah, okay. I thought you were talking about our tag handle for Instagram, oh, but yeah, if you <laughs> so want it, rubbish. <laughs> so you search for the Secret Service podcast, um, give us a like and follow wherever you listen. Um, we're on Instagram at Secret Service yeah, Podcast. That that That's it, yeah. how people reach out. What else? Uh, Anything else you want them to do? Uh, like, share, and follow. Yeah, right. leave us a review. Oh, leave us a review so other people can find out how great this podcast is. <laughs> um, yeah, if this makes it into the final wrap for the podcast, I will be amazed. <laughs> I can just see Mark thinking, oh, God, I've got to cut all this out now. Okay, cliffhangers. Um, cliffhangers, cliffhangers, cliffhangers. Um, will the fire officer be able to get his chunky fingers uh, on the keypad, <laughs> the keypad entry at yeah. Eaton House? Are we, are we going to... Um, come out with a flying, flying colours yeah, from, from that assessment. Uh, will, I survive, will I survive the M5 in order to be able to attend our short stay rentals? Well, I'll tell you what, we week. haven't mentioned this. We're going to London this week, aren't yeah, we, for the yeah. Scale Rentals Conference, and we're bringing Danielle with us. Yeah. Um, Danielle does not have a good relationship with London. Oh, no. Having Last time she was there, she had her car broken into and her laptop That's stolen. Good. So will Danielle emerge unscathed from oh. her trip to the big smoke? We'll keep an eye on her. Yeah, and what will we get from that? It's always um, interesting to rub shoulders with other operators and um, do a bit of networking and hopefully pick up a few little nuggets. Even if we pick up one or two things from what's happening in the industry, that will be a worthwhile exercise. So we'll keep you posted on that one. Perfect. I think we've covered it. Are you ready this time? How cheeky is that? Yeah, of course I'm ready. (laughs) I'm just going to snitch on Mark now and say this is take two because he forgot to press record on the last one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here we go.